We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Roto-Wire Fantasy Soccer Show. We're talking Saturdays, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Six games tomorrow that I think it's the first time this season that we've had six games. I'm Adam Zedroik. I'm joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. Jordan's back. It's been a while. Jordan, welcome to the show. Have we done six games this season? I don't think so. I think the last times we've had six games would be for Champions League group stage. I don't think that I think we've done we've done five before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the fact that this slate is six games because we'll, we'll get into some GPP strategy. I mean, the story overview of this slate is that there are six games. Uh, five are, I would say, a little bit more competitive. And then we have Liverpool as a big favorite over Norwich City. And uh, the pricing of uh, Liverpool is uh, competitive enough on this slate that you, you may be rostering some of these guys. But as opposed to a two-game or a three-game slate, uh, like in those types of slates, like it's almost impossible to inv- avoid the highest total team. Uh, but on this slate with five other games to choose from, if Liverpool, you know, don't go out and win 5 nothing or anything – I'm not. I'm. I, I think Liverpool is being extremely popular this late, and I could see in large field GPPs that there could be enough goals amongst five other games that it, unless uh, like Salah or Mane or Firmino like throw up a brace or a hat trick, uh, it's quite possible that uh, the winning GPP lineup could not include any Liverpool players. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's. Uh... You see the implied goal total here for for Liverpool if you're watching on YouTube. But uh, Ryan, last week we we highlighted Anthony Gordon. I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about him again. And there's there's just a lot of options. Even like even once you get past these Liverpool guys, there's a can, lot can, of can options. I, before we get into that, can I give you yeah. props on Jacob Ramsey from last week? Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I, I think Ryan's mentioned Ramsey a couple times, a couple of his recent ones. And I, I, didn't, I, didn't play, I didn't play him last week, but uh, but he was one of those punt options. I, I was only playing one lineup for cash, so he wasn't he wasn't going to get into my cash lineup. But uh, but when I saw that he he scored twice, I'm like, yeah, if I was playing GPPs, I would have played some Jacob Ramsey, and I at least want to give yeah. you know the the tout 101 thing, right? 
is to always, you know, parade around your your wins and uh, also uh, bemoan your losses on uh, James Ward Prowse getting there. Yeah, so both of those things. I, I thank you. Uh, I had a I had a bunch of Ramsey in GPPs, but it didn't you matter. Say Rafinha. <laughs> yeah, well, they were all with Rafinha for one. Uh, but yeah, no Coutinho who went off as well. Um, but yeah, this slate, you know, just piggybacking on what Jordan said a little. It's interesting because Liverpool are in such a good spot, and on smaller slates, you would for sure target them. And, you know, Salah, you know, while expensive, isn't as expensive as we've seen as we've seen him. So, you know, you could argue that six games should spread out the ownership a little bit more. So, you know, is it, you know, do you target the best spot on the slate, which is Liverpool? I mean, does it make it okay to go that route in GPPs? Or, I mean, Jordan, you said you still think they're going to be very popular. And and I do, too. Um, There's a lot of other spots you can go um, and you probably won't get beat uh, unless one of them scores a brace. Um, But yeah, sometimes on these bigger slates, you wonder if, if the ownership is going to come off those top spots just a little to maybe make it optimal to go there. Um, Well, I think the ownership is going to go there because if you compare it to goal scoring odds, like we have on the Rotowire cheat sheet, which if you're a subscriber to Rotowire, you'd be able to see. So subscribe there, Rotowire, dot com slash soccer trial uh salah <coughs> is minus 220 Mane is minus 145 Firmino is minus 115 and salah's 10-2 not 12k Mane's 8-4 not 10k Firmino's 7100 not 8500 like c- commensurate with those goal scoring odds that's what their prices probably should be and then we have guys like you know all the other forwards for all the other teams have odds that are under 50%, but somewhere in the plus 150-ish, plus 110, plus 170 type of range. And the discount that you get from going from a Firmino to a, to a, Ad, a Broja or Che Adams or a Mane to a Maupai or a Lukaku is just not that dramatic that for their prices, really they should be more expensive, but... uh with the fact that at forward, we'll, we'll get into this forward position. For if you're if you're looking for cash games at forward, uh, this is not a very good slate for you. Uh, I think uh, you're going to be playing goal dependent players in your forward spots most likely. Uh, there are a lot of midfielders to choose from. I, I think the midfield and the defender position is very strong this week. Uh, but from a floor perspective, the forwards are really not there. So. Like, if I'm going to play goal-dependent forwards no matter what, pretty much, why wouldn't I play underpriced Liverpool players, like, number one in cash games, because you don't really care that much about ownership in cash games. But even for, for large-field GPPs, uh, why why am I why am I not playing Mane over Lukaku or Lacazette or someone like that? I, I still think the ownership is going to be heavily inflated towards Liverpool, because of that and they should be the highest they should be the highest owned but at what extent should Salah be 60% owned in GPPs this late should Mane be 38 to 44% owned like I'm not sure if you should get to that level but you can't you can't deny the fact that they're clearly the best forward plays on the entire slate yeah no I agree with you and if they get to that level 
Um, yeah, I think it, it makes perfect sense to fade. There's a lot of other spots here. And this, the pricing just overall is a bit soft, even for some of the other teams. Yeah, if you even want to, like these guys still have a floor. Uh, like that's kind of what we're getting at here because like they're cheap. They still have a floor. I just pulled up the numbers from uh, the previous time these teams played. I think it was the opening match this season, 3-0. I guess Liverpool's already won this matchup 3-0 twice this season. And, like, Mane didn't make the score sheet. He still had 10 floor points, three shots, three chances created. Salah, one goal, two assists, five shots, four chances created. Like, that's – you can see the floor right there, but you can also see the upside in Salah. So, it, it, you're like, your decision's going to be you're either going to go with these Liverpool guys at a discount or you got five other games to look at, really. And really, yeah, if you yeah. look at the the, the 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 forward position for like guys that have traditional floors, peripheral set pieces, uh, there aren't many of them. A lot of them are playing in the bigger underdog positions. Like, are you going to play uh, Rajishka at fifty three hundred against Liverpool? Probably not. Uh, are are it, people that aren't even going to start? Gross may not even start for for Brighton, and if he does, he may only play sixty minutes anyway. And he's splitting set pieces. Townsend's probably not starting for Everton at seventy two hundred. I take a look at like Embuemo at six thousand away to Arsenal is not a good, really good spot. McNeil doesn't even start anymore for for uh, for Burnley. And I look down here and it's like uh, the two the two cheapies that I see that if you want if you wanted you could even do do a dinky do if you want. I don't think it's the slate for the dinky do. Uh, you play Maxwell Cornet at 5,100, Burnley against Brighton. I'm not a humongous fan of him in cash games. Uh, he doesn't typically doesn't play 90. He has played 90, uh, in two of the past four games, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of playing Burnley on the road to begin with. And then if he starts, uh, Nathan Redmond for Southampton at 4,700, won't have any set pieces or anything, but for a, an attacking, you know, wide position attacking player for a home side, you know, against Everton, who's not, you know, been the best defensively, uh, 4,700, like, if he was just midfield only, Redmond would be like a meh, like, I guess you could play him, but because he's forward eligible, he gets that little bit of a bonus to fill your forward spot, so I, I could see you playing it this way, but I mean, even in cash games on DraftKings, I still think it could still be optimal to just go, like, just play two of the Liverpool forwards and just figure out the rest of your... Two, play two of the Liverpool forwards, play one of the Liverpool defenders, and then uh, then figure out the rest of your lineup from there. Um, yeah, I think so, too. You, like, you're not really giving up much. Um, like, who, who, who has set pieces at up top? Bukayo Saka? I mean, he's 10K, though. Uh, you know, you don't really want to do that. Um, I think going to Cornet's fine just because there's no there's no other forwards, at least cheap and mid-range forwards that have set pieces or a floor. Um, and there's plenty of spots to spend up for. So punting at one of those forward spots seems OK. Um, but two Liverpool forwards does, too. I mean, this spot against Norwich is pretty good. Like it should be Liverpool attacking, you know, for 80 minutes of the game. Um, so they're going to get floor points um, from 
you know, other ways as well, not just set pieces. Um, yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. And then Pascal Gross, yeah, we can sort of toot our horns a little bit more here. Um, we've been off him for quite a while. I think we forgot to even mention him on that last podcast. We had to like remember to say something about him. Um, but, you know, I check out some of the other soccer content sometimes, and he was like a core play, a top play basically for everybody else in that matchup against Watford. And, you know, he came off 60 minutes like he always does. Yeah. He started without McAllister. So it was just him, um, you know, monopoly set piece, gross, away to Watford and he plays 60 again. So yeah, you know, off gross. Um, yeah, I agree with Jordan. It's kind of for cash games, at least kind of just got to be Liverpool and maybe Cornette. Um, I don't really see much else. I think it's kind of, well, if you do decide the two Liverpool, that kind of removes you from, I guess, Ward Prowse, correct? Unless, unless you're spending down at defender. That's the main, well, that's depends, the main decision. If you're going to play Trent Alexander-Arnold. I yeah. Think. We'll get into that conversation in a bit, but I think that that when, when we're going to be talking about a $9,200 TAA, you can't compare them to other defenders. You have to compare them to like James Ward-Prowse. Like, who are you going to play? JWP or TAA? And I think that we're going to lean towards TAA, uh, truthfully. Uh, because he does fill a defender spot, but I would still play him in utility. But I think that's that's the main thing. Do you need to punt at a forward spot? Do you need like do you need to go down to a cornet or a Redmond? And I'm not sure. It depends on your build. I think it depends on what you do in your second defender spot or second midfield spot on whether or not you'd rather play a guy at that three to five k level in one of those spots. And I think the opportunity cost at forward is high enough on this slate that I, I, th- I think I think I just rather just I'm going to play two two Liverpool forwards for cash games and so let everything worried. else sort it out from there. So you're not worried about the the opportunity cost of James Ward-Prowse. I mean, he's going to be you know probably decently popular in cash games. I would expect and. He's just been crushing, and it's it's a great matchup actually at home against at home against Everton. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough decision, you know. I'm uh, I'm the biggest JWP person in cash. I always play him in cash, no matter what. And I'm not sure on this slate. It, uh, but I think, but to me, that's the choice of do you play the second forward spot as as a punt type of play. Or do you end up fitting in James Ward-Prowse? I think there are some cheap midfielders that I don't mind. So I think, like, would I rather play $4,700 Nathan Redmond or Douglas Louise at a similar yeah. price? Like, I think I'd rather play Louise for Aston Villa and then, you know, play Salah Mane up top and then just not have to, like, not have to worry about Liverpool. It's just, like, they're going to be so owned that if Liverpool puts up one goal, like... I'm not I'm not in I'm not in trouble in cash games because everyone has these guys. And I th- I don't think the uh I I really think it comes down to more of Trent Alexander Arnold because there are de- I could play other defenders. There are defenders on the slate that I don't mind slotting in. And ninety two hundred for Trent Alexander Arnold, on the other hand, like I still need to fill my forward spots. But in GPP, I think this is a great slate for GPP in, on the in the forward slot. 
Uh, and I'm looking primarily in like the 6K range. Because uh, really, we're looking for like at 6K, getting a goal and a couple of shots and having 18 points, like is worth a lot compared to, well, if Salah only puts up 18 points, he's 10 2. I could use that 4,000 elsewhere. So looking at guys like Calvert Lewin, 6,300, Ollie Watkins, 6,500. Uh, if he starts Havertz, I think Lukaku may be a little bit more popular. Uh, but, I mean, I'm looking in, like, this type of range. Like, Adam Brogia, uh, 5,600. Like, where can I find these cheap goals? Edward, I, I'm not a big fan of playing Palace against Chelsea. But, like, this, would you agree that this is kind of the range? Like, I'd much rather, like, my problem comes in is, like, when it comes up to, like, Maupai and Lacazette and, like, the upper range where we start getting into where the Liverpool – uh, players are that like I need them to outscore Liverpool I need Liverpool to, like when I'm playing a player like Lacazette at 8200 I'm essentially saying that I would need Lacazette to score two and Liverpool to score none in order to make up that whole gap because they're priced very similarly but in the 6k range like I don't mind the Liverpool forward scoring 15 to 20 points because I could probably match them for 3,000, 4,000 cheaper, and then use the money elsewhere to upgrade my lineup. But when you're playing the guys towards that, when you're playing soccer, for instance, like you're in a, you're in a, if, if Liverpool, you need, you need Liverpool one, nothing game where Virgil van Dyke has the, has the, has the center of the center back goal. And all these Liverpool guys have single digits. And then to, to make up any ground on that. So like, I don't want to build GPP lineups where I'm saying that Liverpool fails. I'm just building lineups where Liverpool wins 3-0 and no one scores two goals or no one has a goal and an assist that the production just gets spread out enough that, yes, a winning lineup could have a Liverpool player because they did score 15 to 20 points each or something. But, like, there's other players. There's six games on this slate. The five other games, there'll be other guys that score those same points also and they'll be much cheaper. Yeah, I agree. I, I want these forwards in the 6K range for sure. Um you know, there's a there's a pretty good chance with there being six games and so many, you know, decent options in this range that one of them is one of them is going to score 25 fantasy points. I mean, one of them is probably going to score a brace, at least could. Um, so, yeah, I want this range, too. And I like that you said, yeah, it's not about Liverpool failing. It's just, you know, at those prices, they're not necessarily going to be optimal if we get goals from other spots, which should happen uh, with more games. Um, I also agree if you're playing Lacazette, you're playing him for two goals. Um, if you're playing Saka, that's for him to score 25 and Salah to only score 15. Um, I think Mopai is a really good GPP play because people just aren't going to want to play him. Sort of like you said, he's in that range, um, but he's in a great spot, you know, home to Burnley and one of those guys with, you know, two, three goal upside that can sort of just win you the tournament. Um, Cause I, you know, I don't expect him to be as popular as he should be for, for the goal scoring odds uh, in a, you know, a home match against last place Burnley. Um, and then, yeah, all these guys you mentioned, um, throw in Che Adams to um, all, all in that range. Yeah, I want exposure to a few of them for tournaments for sure. Yeah, you even have Pulisic down here. I don't know if you guys mentioned him. He's 5,700. He could start because Mason Mount's out. So 
Like you're getting a Chelsea guy at 5,700 against Crystal Palace. Like there's, there's a lot, obviously there's a lot of options. It's a six game slate. I just want to say just in terms of cash games, I think that there's just more, it seems like there's more viable value options uh, for midfield and defense. So like that strategy of going to Liverpool guys, it just, it just makes more sense. Like if you just look, once once we get to midfield and defense, there's just a lot more options where like these guys have actual floors. Like we like all these all these forwards, but like I like Broja at 5600, but you know maybe not as like you know a cash option. I think there's just a I don't know. Are you guys down with forward or should we move on to? Yeah, and I think there's tons of midfielders to play. The weird thing yeah. is that that I'd love to play some of the higher priced midfielders, but I don't even think it's necessary like mm -hmm. like is it worth playing Hakeem Ziyech at 9,500 I don't think so on this it, the once we get into this range right here like Z to me Ziyech and Ward Prowse you're comparing to Trent Alexander-Arnold because it's gonna I, unless you're doing something weird where you're not playing Salah you're not playing Liverpool forwards I don't see how you play either of these two guys with Trent Alexander-Arnold. So, if you had to choose, like I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the Liverpool defender that has like a 15 point floor, split of set pieces, and goal scoring potential. I mean, like he's 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 forward all you, the time. You're picking Alexander-Arnold over Ziyech, is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't see, I don't see who doesn't. I well, I just want to point out. I think Ziyech is going to have an exclusive role on set pieces. Like you just mentioned, Alexander Arnold's goal upside, but like obviously Ziyech has goal upside, and he could have an exclusive role on set pieces. They're going. You don't think Alonso's going to not start? Isn't Alonso going to start? Um. Uh, yeah, well, I forgot him, but <laughs> they'll they'll still have a split role. And Mount's even been getting subbed off uh, in in these Club World Cup matches. So I don't know. I kind of think that like they're both taking split set pieces. I think ZH's upside is slightly more. I'd say if you're getting like a similar floor. Yeah, but you don't um, get to fill a defender spot. Ryan, please, please. Am I am I crazy for going? Why? Why aren't? Why shouldn't I be playing Trent Alexander? If I had a choice between, I can only play one. Wouldn't it be TAA? Man, I don't know what's happening to me, but, but you're agreeing with that. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's that okay. So I don't know if it's that clear, but I don't, I don't think it's just like a slam dunk TAA over Ward Prowse. Um, no, no, no. I no, okay. That that's not that. I was talking about ZH over ZH. Yeah, probably just because there's uncertainty with with that Chelsea situation and him getting sub. Will he have all the sets? I mean, yeah, he probably will have most of the sets. He's been crushing. He's been. Two goals and two goals in consecutive games. He's been, you know, playing longer, but yeah, it's still like too risky, and he's more expensive. So I would go TAA there, also because Liverpool's matchup at home against Norwich is is better than Chelsea's away to Palace. Yeah. Um, the other reason, though, you know, and I'm I'm the first one to jam Alexander Arnold in, but um, there's quite a few defenders you can play on this slate. And so these midfielders, I want to pay. I'd like to pay up for two of them. I mean, I think there's guys with ceilings uh, in the top range at midfield. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I could see myself playing two of the, I don't know, mid-range defenders. There's, 
instead of Trent. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's as much, I guess, I don't know. There's, there's not a, there's guys that have similar floors to Trent. I mean, obviously not quite as high and maybe not quite as high of a ceiling, but I don't think you're losing as much by fading Trent on this slate. I don't know. It's a tough decision. Yeah, but I also don't think you're losing that much by fading Ziyech or, or Ward Prowse. To okay, me, but sorry. Okay. I don't want to play Douglas Louise over Alexis McAllister. No, okay. I mean, hold on. Now, now we're getting to the point that I'm talking about. Alexis McAllister, if Gross does not start, yeah. To me, Alexis McAllister should be James Ward-Prowse's price. Yeah, I agree if Gross isn't in. So that would right. be like, so like sort of a priority for me. Right. Well, so that's where I was getting towards. It's like, okay, if I put in McAllister into my lineup and then I put two Liverpool forwards into my lineup, you can't play like, – like how do you how do you play Ward-Prowse in that lineup and Trent Alexander-Arnold? You can't. So the only way to do that is either punting it forward – or not playing them both or playing only one of them. So, like to me, that's the decision. So if you're gonna tell me to play Trent and James Ward Prowse, then we're then we're playing a, a Maxwell Cornet at forward or something, or or whatever, the cheapest forward you could find. And I'm if you to me that that's that's the decision. It's not a matter of, well, I'm gonna play two Liverpool forwards and then like clearly play TAA over James Ward Prowse. It's like, no, I can I can understand like okay, now weighing them together, but I mean to me, McAllister is the underpriced player. Like to me, like what's the difference between McAllister and James Ward-Prowse? And I go, McAllister should be fifteen hundred dollars more expensive, assuming Gross doesn't start. And even if he does, it's not like it, his value goes dramatically down. But a home matchup against Burnley, I, I, how do you, you? There's no, there's no better matchup here other than Liverpool playing against at home against Norwich. So why don't I want to play McAllister and Trent Alexander-Arnold? and probably the best matchups that they'll have the entire season. Yeah, so that makes I mean, yeah, that makes it tough, but I guess would you rather play um I guess not you not play Ward Prowse and you play Louise instead or not play Alexander Arnold and play like I don't know, oh. Feminia instead. Why can't you play someone? why not both? Sure, both. I guess I guess I guess what I I'm mean, saying you guys is, are talking Douglas Louise, but there's, I think there there's a lot guys, of midfielders. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot there, of midfielders. There are guys at like. the 3K range that you could punt with. Right. So you don't even, like, like I could see Douglas Louise at 4,800 be like, like, he has a floor, he has a limited ceiling, he's he's that, that, that quintessential get me six to seven points and... You're kind of there with him type if of you're, thing. If that's what you're looking for, I kind of like uh, Jacob Motor at 4,400 a little more. Like he's I going 90s. I, I, dude, down at the bottom, I mean, I know we're skipping around, but, you know, if uh, Connor Gallagher's out, like, I don't mind playing a 3K Will Hughes or something like that. Like he could easily get how many points? See, the difference is at the bottom scale, dollars or $2,000 in salary is a larger percentage difference between the players. So the, when we're talking about like, what's the difference between a 9K forward and an 8K forward? Or 9K mid, like James Ward-Prowse to Alexis McAllister is uh, what? $1,400, which is not the same as a $4,400 guy to a 3K guy, because that's like 25% of their, their entire salary difference. So like Douglas Louise getting seven points and Will Hughes getting five points, you're getting a lot more 
by getting the five points from Will Hughes than you are getting the seven points from Douglas Louise. So on that bottom range, there are 3K guys that you can play. Uh, I mean, even there, there are 3K defenders that you can play that, that are in that similar boat of, can they get me five points? Can Eric Peters get me five points? Can, uh, at 4,100, we have, uh, uh, you know, the, the Southampton fullbacks. If Lebramento's in, can he get can he get me five points? Sure, why not? I mean, he can get me more than five points. So, like, I look at all of those types of things and go, go like, Douglas Louise, to me, isn't like, oh, my God, he's he's the value option. It just He's like that placeholder, Joe mm-hmm. Matinho type of guy. Yeah. Like, like I don't know like how we got on the type of guy. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know why we got on the I mean, I was just using him as an example. Just to be clear, I don't have any interest on this slate. He's not going to be in any of my lineups, and I don't think you should play him in cash games. I, I play, I play Ashley Westwood over him. I mean, if I needed the salary, it just right? Well, that, there matter. you go. Thirty six hundred. He's going to split set pieces. He's in that same, but he, he's that guy that's like, give me five points, and he's my punt play, and. He's he, he could easily get to five or six points than the five k or six k forwards you'd punt with anyway, mm-hmm. but you're now you're only spending thirty six hundred on him, right? Like Douglas Louise and Ashley Westwood to me are almost the same person. It's just that you save twelve hundred dollars by playing. And one, one has a much other. better match. I mean, the matchups are kind of opposite, but but yeah, I agree. Right, but the same type of player. But yeah, since there are options in that midfield spot, and there are suitable sub 5k defenders like this to me this buys into the more of the notion of why why aren't i spending up for well really that comes in, into you're playing three you're playing three defenders if you're playing trent alexander arnold and if you're playing trent alexander in the three defender lineup he's in the utility spot which means it could be james ward prowse also is that is that going to be the 1v1 of the slate in ca- like in know. cash games, like whether or not you decide to play, can you play both? The th- Here's the question, Ryan: Can you play both of them and still play two Liverpool forwards? Probably not. I was going to say you just have to play. Well, one you can. Liverpool you just forward. can't play him with McAllister. Like that really, right? To me, to me, Ryan, in cash and for cash games at least, uh, assuming Gross does not start, I don't think there's any build that I would build that doesn't have Alexis McAllister in it. Same with me. I would, I wouldn't, if Gross wasn't in, I would, he would be like the first guy in my lineup. We're talking cash and GPPs, no matter the contest. Uh, well, for, for cash, um, okay. for cash, definitely. Uh, for GPPs, at least for me, yeah. I mean, he's still going to be one of the first guys in my lineup. Um, and I like your, I like, I like that uh, Jacob Motor call, Adam. Uh, he's, hopefully going to win me a king of the pitch ticket tomorrow. You've mentioned him many times. Right. You're playing the mega qualifier too. Okay. So I know, yep. I know to pump up the ownership of that guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if we're talking uh Liverpool stack here, would we, would you guys consider uh, Fabinho? Like, I guess this could be in cash games too, because we're talking value midfielders, but Fabinho's 5,000 Henderson's 4,500. And there's a chance guys like Chris Jones starts 4,200. Uh, Harvey Elliott's down at 3,200. Are those, you know, reasonable guys here if you just want to go full Liverpool in case they win 5-0 kind of a thing? I would say yes. I, uh, you know, 
yeah, decent prices on those guys. And we've seen Liverpool midfielders score and assist quite often, and it's such a good matchup. So, yeah, I think those are decent options. Uh, tournaments in that range, mention Motor. I mean, how could we not mention Jacob Ramsey again? It's, it's home to Watford, so a really good matchup. Salary is basically the same. I mean, sort of everybody's talking about him now, but that's because he's been so impressive. He doesn't really have a floor, but uh, he gets forward quite a bit, and you can tell that he's got more goals in him. So, yeah, I think all those options are good for tournaments. Yeah, well, from what you guys were saying earlier, so I just put together – I got I went cheaper, so this isn't Salah. I went Mane, Firmino, Ward-Prowse, Alexander-Arnold. For my other four spots, I have 4,150 remaining. So, like, you can do it. It's just going to yeah, be. You don't have McAllister in there. Oh, you wanted McAllister in there yeah, too. McAllister's a must. It has to be in there. So you mm-hmm. wanted these five guys in here, okay? Well, that—that's the. Isn't that the point that I'm making that you can't do it? Um, you got 3,100 left. So we need Angus Gunn for sure. Oh, you can do it. You can yeah, do you it. You need twenty five hundred dollars. You need the cheapest center back uh, on the slate in order. To do yep, it. you need two center backs. Is what it comes down to. And that's without Man. Salah in your lineup. Without Salah, yep. Mane and Firmino. Yeah, good luck with that. I take my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I still think I don't. I don't. I don't think two liver two Liverpool forwards might not be the right move. Yeah, but then take then do Salah plus Redmond or Salah plus Cornet. Like that, that, I, that I could see being being reasonable. Would yeah. would you agree, Ryan? Maybe that you're probably playing two Liverpool players in your cash lineup, regardless of what they are. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and if you're not playing Trent Alexander Arnold, play play Andrew Robertson then at least for seventy yeah. seven hundred. Yeah, even I, I mentioned in my article, but I could see Liverpool rotating here. Uh, so Samikas could start too, and that's a. I'd be willing to go there too. That's a big enough discount between him and Trent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are, are we moving on to defender or? I guess so. Might as well. I think we touched on a lot of stuff for midfielders. So. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do, do we play yeah. Alonzo at seventy five hundred? I I I think if Alonzo and Zietra are both in, I think they're both kind of overpriced. 
Yeah, I can't play. I'm just like not a Marcus Alonso guy. It's it burns me sometimes, but you know, not when Ziyech is in there. And Chelsea switch upsets so much. And I know, you know, we've seen Alonso take a bunch of them some games, but when Ziyech is in there, he, he's going to have half at most. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's expensive. I'd rather play a Liverpool guy than than Alonso. And there's guys cheaper than Alonso that that are almost as good. I don't think there are any must-play defenders, though. There's just a really lot of guys either. that I would like to play. I don't really either. I think, like, Lucas, Lucas Dina, he's in a good spot and taking most of Villa's sets. You know, home to Watford is pretty safe. Um, I think the Brighton guys are good for tournaments. Um, and Feminia can be, I think, rostered anywhere. He's the 4,500. Somehow keeps taking most of Watford's corners. Um, and he has, you know, nine crosses, eight crosses, seven crosses. He's gone 90 minutes in two of those games. I think, I think that's like worth the risk at, at that salary. Um, but you're right. I don't think, I don't see like, I don't, there's not a guy that I ju- I'm just jamming in. I can't like figure out a best play. Like all these guys are, are decent options. Right. I think the Southampton fullbacks are fine. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to play, if you include the Liverpool guys like uh, TAA and Robertson, it's like, I want to play three of these guys, but I don't know what three I'm playing. It's just like, I could play, it could end up me being playing Robertson, Cucurella, Firmina, and then, or it could be Trent Alexander, Arnold, Dina, and Livermento. And the three V three, I'd say, yeah, okay. That, yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever it is, it, it, it whatever it works out, it works out. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, as weird as it sounds, I think I would probably have Feminia, just like based on the fact that he is, you know, sort of the cheapest guy that could have, you know, the best games, I guess. for I don't really know, I guess, how, how to word that better. But he's sort of like the cutoff where, you know, you could see him doing better than Dina. You could see him doing better than the other guys in the 6K range and, there's sort of no one below him. I guess yeah, Walker Peters is okay, but I don't. Like, I don't think John Joe Ken Kenny like he's not a guy we we usually talk about, but like he started at left back last match, went 90, 4100. I mean, I maybe like if that's if that's what you're stuck with, forty one hundred maybe. But I'd rather play Livermento if he started. Yeah, just because he's at home. Well, because Alice is a more attacking player. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would, agree, I agree. Um, I didn't see is he going to start? I would, I would like him at that salary. Livermento, uh, he's back from his issue. He could start. I know, I know, oh. Adam. Who are you going to have in your GPP lineup? <laughs> Especially if you're jamming in Alexis McAllister. Oh, that's right. Well, this jammed in lineup here. Uh, yeah, go for it. Who's your guess? Well, I mean, it has to be Shane Duffy, right? <laughs> that's right he is gonna start but he's 3300 you have no problem you were you were counting <laughs> rostering center backs at 4k that were absurd right that was about three games late. last late actually webster was the one that scored the center back goal uh what last week or whatever i know because some 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 guy had him in head-to-heads against me and i'm like who rosters adam webster well apparently the guy that took 215 dollars <laughs> 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 
Oh man. It's one of those things where all of a sudden your money good, your green number goes down. And you're like, how did it go down on that goal? And it's like, oh yeah. apparently one of my how do, how do you how do you get there in that lineup? Okay. Okay. I hope I'll, I'll leave I'll leave that those head heads up in the lobby for next week. Yeah, that lineup probably had Webster and then Lamptey at like six thousand as a midfielder. I noticed Lamptey's back down to defense for some reason. Makes him much being, more viable now. I yeah, think. yeah. He's, he's he was there. just midfield only in that last match. And then he, you know, like of course he had twenty one points with an assist. So it's just unbelievable. I know. The slate where like nah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> <laughs> Slate where obviously I would have jammed him, but because he he played midfield, didn't play him, you know. Um, but yeah, okay, so I'm gonna actually say for tournaments, I think like some a center back, I guess it doesn't really matter which one. Duffy looks good. I don't know, Rudiger's fine. I guess more viable than I would normally consider. And that goes back to like my point about Feminia. So you can totally see him just scoring four or five, six points. Plenty of times it's going to happen. So you, you wouldn't really lose out a lot there. And you still give yourself some goal upside. And not only that, uh, like if you're rostering Salah and Ward-Prowse or whoever, you know, you're paying up for guys, you're going to have to punt somewhere. So I'm, I'm surprisingly more okay with it on this slate. I disagree with you completely. Okay. I'll, let me make my point. Yeah, I think I think uh, center backs are the worst plays on this slate. Okay. Okay. Explain. Um, I mean, I okay. okay. Here's the reasoning. You like? I mean, I'm I've gone towards your line of thinking with defender is the hardest position to get a lot of points from, and we have six games, and we have all these defenders. Like, it's quite possible that the winning GPP lineup will get at least. 35 points out of their two defender spots, right? So something 16 and 18 or something, at least 30, right? So like guys like uh, like Dina and Kiko and Cucurella and like the higher end stuff, I'm not even talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson. Like they're, right. they're priced so high that they almost, they need 15 points. Uh, but like Maddie Cash and the Southampton guys and the Everton fullbacks and all these guys here, like have reasonable paths to 12 points. Like just with, without a goal, without an assist, they have reasonable paths to 12 points. A center back's only reasonable path to 12 points pretty much is a goal. Now on a three-game slate, there aren't that many, on a, on a very small slate, like there may not be many defenders that score 12 points because there aren't that many games. So getting the center back that scores, you know, 14 with a goal is much more valuable, but we have 12 teams to choose from. Yeah, Norwich, you're probably not playing defenders from. Yeah, you're probably not playing, uh, you know, you could play Burnley defender, but pretty much it's kind of like Norwich is the team that you throw out completely. But anything else, it's like, well, Burnley could score a goal through a header. It's like, and they score a goal. You get you get a goal, uh, 14 points for 2,800. It's like, dude, I could find, I, I, I could find those points elsewhere. I mean, like, there's, there's no reason to play uh, unless you're playing all the way down, but like to play a three $3,500 center back or something play like, like Virgil, how much is like Van Dyke is 4,200. Like, is there a reason to do that on a six game slate? If we were talking about three game right. slates, right. I'm, I'm with Adam. Let's talk about, let's talk about 
Maybe Samir gets a goal. Okay, we'll talk about whatever, whatever center back du jour of the day that he wants to talk about on every week on the podcast. I don't mind. On a six-game slate, like we have enough defenders. To, you could get 30 points out of your defender slot without needing a center back. And right. pricing is not – if Liverpool was 12K, if Salah was 12K and Mane was 10-5, and you're like, the only way to, for me to build a Liverpool onslaught is to play a $2,500 3K defender – Okay, I, I could I could give it to you on even on that, but they're not priced up enough that why why do I need to play a three K center back on this slate even if they have goal scoring potential? These guys score three maybe four goals a season, and when right. they do, it's not like they score. It's not like these guys when they score they score oh twenty two points. It's like no, even with a clean sheet, like fifteen or something like that. It's like it's so much easier. For, for a 3K midfielder even to get to 12 to 15 points and a center back when we have so many to choose from on this slate. Right. So, I, you know, I agree. I think you explained that perfectly. I didn't, I don't want to come off like that's the route I was uh, leaning towards. I've made uh, five, five lineups so far that, that I sort of have in, in blocks and not one of them contains a center back. Um, so I do agree with you. Um, I just, the reason I brought it up was because, it is possible um, that like five points from one of those defender spots is still going to be fine in GPPs just because there could be like a greater differential in the midfield forward spots. If some of these expensive guys go off, if some of the, you know, if Ward Prowse and McAllister both score over 20 and say, you know, these Will Hughes, uh, Westwood type score four five or whoever you punt there. If, if no, um, popular punt midfielder punt forward scores like you could get like a big enough differential there and you know it sort of just went back to the point where we didn't necessarily think any of these defenders were like smash plays with the exception of TAA so it's not like for sure they're all going to score 15 so it just it is possible to win these tournaments on bigger slates when the ownership is going to be more spread out with somebody failing in one of the defender spots. Again, well, I'm also, not with, it, with, with one of them failing and then having Maw Pie has a hat trick. Right. Right. Like so you have like you have one or two players that don't we're not talking about Salah putting up 22 points. We're talking about him putting up 42 points. We're talking right. about Maw Pie having a hat trick on top of that. And it's like, well, you'd you'd rather have 80 points out of your forward slots in total and then five points out of one defender spot than have like 18 out of all of your spots. Combined. Yeah, I agree with you. From an, you're right. You're absolutely right. From an optimal standpoint, it doesn't make sense to play a center back, especially on larger slates and especially when you have other good defenders with floors like we do. So, yes, I agree. So from an I optimal, would, I didn't think I would be the one to talk you out of playing the, the high price defender. <laughs> no, I, I didn't have them in there. I was just trying to make an argument, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on your side. All right. So goalkeepers, Ellison, who has money to spend on him? Fifty nine hundred. Like, is this a reasonable? Like outside of GPPs, yeah, throw him in there. Hope for the ten points plus. But in cash games, like. Are people gonna be able to afford Allison there? I think if you're not if you're not playing uh, Salah, you play Allison the block. You do you do my 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 strategic move of even because most likely goalkeepers and forwards are correlated to each other. 
right? Even though, yeah, well, goalkeeper assist? No, not not for that reason. Is that obviously the ceilings of the forwards equate to wins and clean sheets for for goalkeepers? So, like, if you're like, well, Salah is going to be if you're playing like cash games. You're like, you want to play your Mane Firmino lineup. I would prioritize Allison because if Salah has two goals, most likely Allison ends up with with double digit points anyway. So you get to mitigate one of the goals at least, right? If Salah only scores one, who cares? He's 10-2. If he has 16 points, it's not, even if he's 70% owned, it may still not kill you. But the combination of the two, like if you're going to play Gun and not Salah, like in your cash lineup, like you, you, you better hope Salah doesn't do well because it's not like if he does well, Gun doesn't get double digit points. Obviously, unless he has like eight million saves. So, like to me on this slate, the uh, Allison is the most underpriced goalkeeper on this slate because of the way DraftKings does their goalkeeper pricing. Because the clean sheet odds, according to the uh, RotoWire cheat sheet, uh, Liverpool eighty six percent chance to win clean sheet, sixty percent. Arsenal sixty five percent win chance, forty seven percent clean sheet. Then Brighton is 58% to win, 46% clean sheet. It's like the $200 difference between Ramsdale and Allison is a joke. Like it should, they, they should be like six to $800 apart, right? And then you look even at, if I'm going to play like Renato Sanchez at 5,300, like I'd rather play him over Ramsdale because for 400 less, you get pretty much the same clean sheet odds. Your win chances go a little bit down. So to me on this slate, unless you're obviously mixing it up in the mid-range for for GPP purposes, you're either paying for Allison or you're going all the way down. And my style, truthfully, is that you could play Angus Gunn in your cash lineup, even with three Liverpool players. Because you're paying all the way down. You're still getting some saves. Uh, the downside is he could also have minus eight. Uh, so my, my preferred method... Uh, is to probably pay uh, play like like Raya at thirty seven hundred, or Foster thirty eight hundred, or Guaita at thirty nine hundred, uh, because it's le- much less likely I have a Chelsea player or uh, an Arsenal player in my lineup, and possibly no Aston Villa player in my lineup. So uh, when to me, I mean, I don't know if this is faulty or not. It's what I've done for six plus years that even in cash games, I'd rather not have guys that in order for them to make their value as outfield players takes away from my goalkeeper. Like I don't mind set, like you could play James Ward Prowse against the Everton keeper guys that could get there through accumulation and set pieces. They don't need a goal or an assist to get get forwards. Right. It's those forwards. So I playing two Liverpool forwards and gun, the only time it was ever viable in the history of DFS, to me at least, was with Champions League Ronaldo, where he just shoot fourteen times regardless. And right. like you could play ball, the winning GPP lineup would have Ronaldo with thirty eight points and the goalkeeper against with fourteen anyway. You could have said that for Wednesday with uh, Lewandowski against uh, Salzburg's goalkeeper there, because uh, that one was a. Uh... <laughs> That was kind of that situation, but and that was painful. Yeah, I know. I, I agree, though. It it just doesn't it just doesn't look right. I don't want to play two guys that I'm hoping are going to score goals 
you know, against the goalie. I agree with you, even for cash games and even if I don't play them. Um, for tournaments, though, uh, you know, while I'd like to spend up, um, it just seems like goalkeeper is probably a spot to spend down. Uh, you know, out of these cheap guys, Gaeta, Foster, uh, Raya, uh, gun because there's so many of them like it's almost likely that one of them scores 10 or or one of them comes close to uh what one of the top guy top guys do and you know saving two thousand bucks or so you can use that on this slate um so yeah, yeah i mean no. sure yeah i was no, just go gonna ahead. say like on the opposite end of sanchez there like we've seen Brighton held scoreless numerous times this season and we know Pope is going to get saves like he's 4100 definitely uh, just seems like a I don't know incorrect incorrect pricing I guess just yeah just in terms no, of I Brighton. Agree. yeah uh, sorry I should you know you make a good point I should have mentioned Pope and like I just didn't because you know it's just burned in my brain that I have McAllister and Motor and like I'm going for these guys to score braces so yeah but do you have Malpe Sure. Yes. Yeah, some, some Mopi, Mopi okay. too. So like, I, no, just look at, looking at the numbers, I just scroll through Pope's game logs here. He doesn't have a negative number yet this season and I just jinxed it, but I'm just, that's just a stat for, for the listeners there. <laughs> yeah. And somehow Burnley have like been even keeping a few clean sheets here and there. And like, they only allowed one to Liverpool. They only allowed one to United. And then they had a bunch of clean sheets before that, even though they're in last place. So yeah, no, I never mind rostering Pope. I, sh I should have mentioned him in there too. I just spent one of these cheap guys is probably going to do okay. So that's the type of construction that usually would have the best chance to win. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you Ryan in large field GPPs on a six game slate? Cause here's, here's another thing. On shorter slates, I don't mind. On larger slates, I do. Uh, the correlation between forwards and goalkeepers, right? So let's say you don't play any Liverpool. I'm not playing Salah, not playing Mane, Firmino, Trent, not playing Robertson, or anything like that. Like, those are the lineups I would not have Allison in either. Like, to me, to me uh, do, do would you play a non-Liverpool stack type of lineup with Allison, like an Allison, like, oh, I'm going to play everyone else and then play Allison plus Robertson. And to me on a six game slate, if I'm looking for ceilings, like the whole, the, the whole point of paying up for Allison is to, you know, get a win and clean sheet, but that's yeah. more correlative to all these high owned Liverpool forward lineups that I'd almost rather the game be, you know, Norwich score one, and it's one. It's a one-one game at Anfield. You know, there's a fourteen-minute red card from you know, you know, someone. You know, the Fabinho gets carded or something, something like that. Where yeah, yeah. Liverpool, they like they they fail, but like I don't want to have Allison. I don't like because I could see because if you're not going to pay it for Liverpool forwards, you have the money for goalkeeper, right? right. And especially if you don't pair like Trent Alexander-Arnold there. And but to me, it's it seems like there are other there's enough teams on this slate that if I were if I think if I'm building a lineup based around the you know the story that Liverpool fails, I wouldn't want to have any Liverpool players, including the goalkeeper, even if it ends up being a zero zero game. 
Even yeah. if it ends up being a one, even if it ends up being a one nothing Liverpool game, and Tiago is the one with the goal, and Allison does get fourteen points, there's still five other games. Allison's fourteen points is still is not necessarily needed. That right. I mean, I could I could get I could get eight points out of any of the cheap goalkeepers. Even I, to me, to me, the the build, the the contrarian build is to go cheap at forward. So you're playing something like to do something like this, Calvert Lewin plus Anthony Gordon for that goal assist type of thing. You play okay. It's it, we'll, we'll include Adam on this lineup. John Joe Kenny is in it also. <laughs> Got to throw in John Joe Kenny because Everton scores two goals and one's from Kenny to Calvert Lewin and one's from Gordon to Calvert Lewin. Perfect. Right. Uh, then you then you play uh, uh, like. Uh, Let's see. You play you play Maw Pie in there. Maw Pie and Cucarella. Something like that. You play mm-hmm. some other cheap midfielder. And then mm-hmm. you play like Renato Sanchez in that lineup. Like Are you talking like, about the Lil midfielder, Renato Sanchez? Robert Sanchez. Robert Sanchez. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not the Lil and, midfielder. Like, and then you play like instead of Ward Prowse, you play like Hakeem Ziyech. You play like a Ziyech Lukaku. Like, like to me, Chelsea and Arsenal are the two teams that are going to go significantly under-owned, and probably rightfully so for their prices, mm-hmm. that if you're not going to play Liverpool, I think jamming in, like, can you get Ziyech, Ward-Prowse, and McAllister into your lineup and play the heavy, top-heavy three-midfield build? Like, I like that. Th- those are the type of unique constructions that win GVPs. Yeah, absolutely. Or Gordon, um, you throw, like, you throw Gordon in there, and then you pair each of them with someone that could score a goal. So if they have McAllister, you have Maupai. If you have Ziyech, you have Lukaku. If you have uh, Ward-Prowse, you have Broja or something like that. And then you pair one of them with a with a, a, a defender. And then you play like that. But instead of thinking in terms of, well, I'm not going to play Liverpool. And then I'm going to build a lineup that looks similar to Liverpool lineups. Right? Because like anyone that's playing two Liverpool forwards cannot jam in like uh because especially if you're playing two liverpool imagine if you're playing a liverpool lineup two liverpool forwards and trent alexander arnold you essentially cannot play zh ward prowse and McAllister together right and then you also probably can't play marcus alonso or lucas dina or something like that so i'm just thinking in terms of if you're not going to play the liverpool forwards go down try to get the cheap goals at forward and then just jam in what would be considered a floor type players and just like hope they go off for, you know, they, they get involved in on the score sheet. They could put up 30 points with their, with their yeah. peripherals. Like to me, yeah, to me that, that's more of the GPP way than, than thinking in terms of like, even like Lacazette or Saka or, or the guys up top there, just like make lineups that not only fade Liverpool, but don't even look constructed similar salary uh, distribution as Liverpool ones. Right. No, yeah, great points. Um, just only thing to sort of add or push back on was about, you know, if you would roster Allison with just one of the defenders. Um, like, I we agree can. with your line. Of yeah, I agree with your line. I think I just wanted to say that, you know, it might still be okay because, you know, if you if you don't have any other Liverpool, you're already sort of getting different. And then these... You know, whichever Liverpool defender you play, 
you still want them to assist. You know, Liverpool don't have to fail. They can win 2-0. Uh, they assist to Salah. He scores 18 points. They assist to Mane and Firmino. They each score 15. Like, those guys still probably aren't going to be on the winner, not only because of their salary, but also because they're taking up a forward spot that could be had by someone who scores a hat trick. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Liverpool defenders are still the best plays on the slate. So you'd still you know, want them to get an assist and score 20 points and whoever scores the goal, it still probably doesn't even matter. So, I mean, you can sort of look at it both ways. Yeah. I do want to say just for this fade Liverpool uh, strategy here. Uh, I mean, we never read off the ads at the beginning of the show, but if you're looking on youtube.com, our show, we got odds pulled up here, rotowire.com free 10 day trial, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You can get cheat sheets and, Everything else we have to offer. But so Liverpool, obviously, what we've been talking about, 2.74 implied goal total. But the next, the other five favorites, they're between 1.6 and 1.9. So, like, your strategy can be looking at any of those, you know, five favorites really, and you could still be different than the majority of people. There's not like one that stand out. Sure, Arsenal, home against Brentford or more, but like their point. They're 0.17 more than Aston Villa against Watford. Like, there's no one else that really stands out. So there's a lot of ways you can go if you want to, you know, fade Salah, fade those Liverpool yeah. forwards. So, yeah, you're not forcing a fade. There's mm-hmm. other there's other decent spots. Yeah, but hour long here. This is a massive slate here. So you guys have anything else? I think we touched on pretty much everything. But you got anything else? You want me to talk so. more? I talk enough as it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think that was good. All right, yeah, yeah, we uh, we'll cut it off at an hour. People need to uh, need time to put together their lineups uh, after listening to us. So, but thanks for listening. Uh, this has been talking Saturday six game slate at DraftKings. We're hoping there are no postponements for weather, for rain, for wind, whatever. Uh, so far, so good. Um, if you've been listening on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. And the same goes for podcast form. Uh, this has been incredibly long discussion about a massive slate and a lot of decisions uh, will be made in the next 24 hours. So good luck with those. And last week we, we, uh, we bet on Anthony Gordon. Is there someone that we've talked about that we want to highlight here going into Saturday? McAllister, are we going to cheer for McAllister? Is that our guy? I definitely am. I can get behind that. Uh, let's try to keep the streak going. All right, let's do it. Anthony, or Alexis McAllister, the Argentinian. I always forget he's Argentinian because of his name, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where he's from. But thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Ryan. You can find them at Blender HD and Ryan's at Ryan Belangi. I am at Rotos Adroik. Thanks for listening, and we will see everyone next week we will also have champions league as usual uh so make sure to listen to that but thanks guys and we'll see everyone shortly yep thanks guys